0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes.
1: Friends, family, my elector, casuals, how you doing today? Welcome to the Beards, Ears, and Skulls, the best old world podcast on the internet. I am Taylor, the PCN intern, and I am here with my good friend Dan. Hi! Hi! who is a terrible knife ear? And my good friend, Tim. I thought you were just gonna say, Tim.
2: <laughs> and Tim, and, and he's also here. Uh, I prefer High Helm. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure knife you prefer here. a lot of terrible, terrible
1: names. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we are here talking about the old world. Um, this is, yeah, yeah. Um, Dan and I are super excited. Tim is also excited. But, uh, yeah, You know, I have
0: so many bones
1: about it. <laughs> Uh, Tim's going to pick all sorts of bones with everybody. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Um, He's got quite the
2: chip on his shoulder with this game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's got a crack in his skull, too. It's kind of awful to look at. Yeah, unrelated, but
2: I can't stop staring. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's where I lose
1: most of my heat from. I thought you were going to say hair. I was like, I don't think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) For people new to the network, Tim's bald. I lost that in my first divorce. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Dan and I um, are old Warhammer fantasy players who are super excited to see Square Bases come back. Yes. And uh, Tim is... Uh, Tim? and <laughs> That's accurate. Actually, you know, Tim is aware of Square Bases. He's aware of Square Bases. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the first rank and file game for you. Is that right? Yes.
0: Yes, yeah? this will be the first rank and file game for
1: me. All I right. played a bunch of 40K,
0: and I played against Dan once in AOS, and he just crushed every dream I had, so I sold
2: that army <laughs> and never played it. That... <laughs> That's pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> we were both learning, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was a tournament we did. The no, four of us. In AOS? Yeah. No, you just played your... Uh, was it the stupid fish, fish people? people? Oh. stupid. <laughs> Through those fish people. So I just I just want to play my out. orcs in
0: construction outfits. And he's like, well, I'm going to murder your face. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, uh, I just want to cast this foot spell. I want to stomp <laughs> on you with this
1: orc shaman. So just to let you know, hmm? that spell is in this game. Woo! What a gork. I'm an orc player now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole night goblin army. I mean, if you want to use it. <laughs> are those the ones on the spiders? The, I mean, there are goblins on spiders that I own. Okay. So, how like, many, a giant spider,
0: how many armies do I have access
1: to via YouTube? Uh, one, two, three, four, more five more than I thought
2: before we sat down. Five All or right. six, I nice. Literally forgot about two that are right behind me. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> There's a whole darn ziggurat over there that's been sitting there for 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was made for Warhammer Fantasy by was. my roommate Murphy. Oh, who he, would he, he's always that,
1: beat me. He took he's the one that took Warpstone
2: before. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Avid and he player. was an amazing player. Yeah. And I didn't beat him for three years. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he was one of those people you taught the game, and then he beat you every time you yeah. played it. Mm. You know, what what and then again for years until high elves got their mega buff in seventh edition
1: that they just never needed. Yep. Never
2: because they're the worst before we get into too much of that <laughs> kind of talk <laughs> Uh like Taylor was saying I've been playing um I started playing Warhammer about 20 years ago a little more than now um and was a huge fan of fantasy loved it I dabbled in a bunch of different armies tried out pretty much everything I could throughout the years um you know the camera's exciting. not on right I know I was You're still talking right it. to it <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't help it so used to that um but i think i played a game of just about every army out there i had the books practically memorized back in college we all would buy the books and swap them and it was constantly reading it i had like everybody's stats memorized except initiative because it didn't matter in a lot of (laughs) editions but it does now very much so it does now it really matters now um so my, I was super excited when they first announced this game. And then after four years, my interest had kind of waned a bit. Other miniature games had come in and take it, taken the spot um, for painting and, and time playing. And then once the um, the embargo was lifted and all the other content creators were showing it off, I was like, never mind, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I am extremely sold. So in. Um, so, you know, at time of recording, we don't have access to the core, the, the, the first wave of stuff yet. Um, the the rule book and the um, the army list books and the arcane journals um, but we've seen a bunch of stuff about it and there's we've got quite a bit to talk about already
1: yeah if you could estimate how many hours of content you've already watched because <laughs> mine's in like I don't know six Maybe I have watched <laughs> six <a> couple, digits?
2: <laughs> I've watched a couple reviews of the rule book to see like what big changes there are. I've watched some like in-depth things of like I watched the high elves are uh like basically read through of their rules. Yeah, I felt asleep um, to get it. an idea of like what they're like and they're I mean it's it's Warhammer 9th edition, really. Yeah GW won't say that. Um they say it's a whole new game, but it's Warhammer 9th edition. It's Warhammer Horus right. Heresy. <laughs> yeah i mean they have you know, they have alluded it alluded to that right, for sure right
0: what's the reference there for someone that doesn't understand so what's horus heresy
2: 40k
1: um warhammer Forty Thousand, mm-hmm. i guess is what you're supposed to call it uh well for if you're british <laughs> uh is yeah you know the the sci-fi version and then there's the horus heresy which is like what happened before it's like the prequel the, the people call it 30k yeah, so I've it's, heard that. I've it heard, heard of. Yeah. I think it's ten thousand. It is ten thousand years before, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um. So essentially, it's you can play like I think there's two different things you can do. You can either do before Horus actually became a heresy,
2: uh, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's like during. I'm not sure about those think? specifics. Basically, it's like a prequel game that uses very a rule set very similar to older editions of 40k. Okay. So, like, if you want a more granulated a lot of people like 30k Horus Heresy for that. Yeah. So a this lot is more like facing so, on vehicles and So the old world like
0: timeline wise is going to be prior to
2: yes. Another way it's similar to Horus Heresy. Yes, it takes place before uh, the other editions were. It's it's a good couple hundred years too. It's not 10,000. Gotcha. But it's a good couple hundred years
1: before the end times. I was going to is- ask if you liked that segue. That's why I- T- no was oh, that I, what I, that pants yeah. of mine was i, I thought that Cop, was like sure. you were like yeah. row, row,
2: i got this <laughs> Paul look at, at me set that. you <laughs> <laughs> up exactly <laughs>
1: that was good um but yeah it's a, it's a couple hundred years before um about 300 times. right a little less than um hmm. which I, i'm just i'm really excited for because what that means is a lot of the characters that we already know haven't been born yet
2: yeah you know oh, what i mean the vast so we, majority of special characters are not here because they're not around right so we get to
1: see mostly new people or works or you know things that might not necessarily be people.
0: So like yeah. so characters in generals, effectively that were in like 8th edition will not be in this effectively to have new ones come out that are from an earlier
1: time. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. That's I mean pretty rad. some of the things that you'll see are like horrible elves because, you know, they're 6 Long-winded. million years old, yeah. wow. right? Wow. Yeah, cuz uh, they're so good at what they do. <laughs> uh, but things like Karl Franz, I if he has been born He's a baby. You know what I mean. I, I'm not sure gotcha. exactly. no, definitely going. not. So this is during the imperial calendar year of 2276. Is Carl Franz, with a K?
0: Yeah, no. Does he does he have like a like a number? Like, is he like the third or fourth
1: or something like no. that? No, no. Okay, he is Carl Franz. Okay, with a K. Yep. <laughs> not to be confused with Carl with a C right right if you'd like to know who that is uh you can go to our website professionalcasual.com and read a blog about Aquatine teen Force. yeah <laughs> where you'll find <laughs> i hate you <laughs> that was good actually i think it's a blog uh about dr d who references <laughs> yes Aqua teen. um but yeah you can go to our website professionalcasual.com where we do a ton of other podcasts as well mm-hmm. and we'll call this the uh The 30K of Gapapa, which is a grim podcast, of perilous adventure uh, where you can play as potentially, I don't know, Lucky's ancestors or Mena's ancestors or, you know, I'd love to find my dad in
0: that
2: show. That'd be great. I've been looking for him for 200 episodes. (laughs) True. Uh, So, a little reference for Tim there. So Gapapa takes place in 2512. This game takes place in 2276. Okay. so almost 300 years prior. Nice. Yeah, which is cool. Yep. Yeah, so any human, really any non elf character, the special character or like demon dwarfs, potentially couple. Well, you even said like the High King, it's not. So Thorgrim is alive. He's there. He's 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 just not the High King. Uh,
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yep, but like yeah, Finnabar the Seafarer is the Phoenix King of the High Elves still because they usually rule for a few centuries or a few millennia. That makes sense. Out of any of the uh, like food courts
0: I've been to, the Cinnabar place is usually (laughs) the best. Uh,
2: This is what I'm going to add. This is the no, this is perfect. I I love it. it.
1: (laughs) This is the shtick
2: that we're missing. You know what I (laughs) mean? Right. Uh, So I give a little, uh, a super brief recap of my history. What about you, Taylor? Uh, So I mean. The High King is Ulrikson,
1: who is Thorgrim's uncle. Um, uh, Ulrik, I think, just perished. Excuse me. uh, Fighting some sort of goblin invasion. Um, He perished during the the fight. Damn, Groby. For real they're the worst I thought he was shaking his head
2: because he was about to correct you <laughs> actually actually uh what's the word like um, Commiserating. commiserating yeah. with the dwarves because that's Taylor's favorite faction currently uh, <laughs> right it, it'll I have a lot of change them. yeah no I have um
1: I got a lot of dwarves. I just set them out, all of them yesterday. I just repaired all of them that were missing pieces. I need to do that with my elves. Yeah, I have 5,500 unupgraded points of dwarves. 5,500? Yes. So normally games are about 2,000 points. Yeah. So I have almost three times the amount of normal game. So I did see, I was watching
0: the mini war game stream of uh, like the learn to play. Yeah. And they were talking heavily about what kind of the standard point size is going to be because this game plays a little bit longer. Yeah. Um. Do, what do you guys think that that's going to be? Is a fifteen hundred? Is a two thousand? Nine
1: hundred ninety nine plus one, or in one thousand nine hundred ninety nine plus one, and the reason for that is a lot of options in these in these lists are you can take from zero to three of these things per a thousand point game. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. So if you uh, do a two thousand point game, I can take six cannons, and nobody wants that. <laughs> right. So you play <laughs> one thousand nine hundred ninety nine points. And then plus one that just doesn't add to it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So
2: I can only take three cannons at that point.
1: But yeah, 1500, 2000. I mean, the normal Warhammer fantasy battles was 2400. Usually
2: it, it got to that point because they did the whole um, percentage thing. Correct. Right. Yep. So like what was the percentage thing? Um. So like you've got your hero you got your characters lords and heroes there were core units special and rare and like at least 50% of your army had to be core and then you had up to 50% could be special up to 25% could be rare um up to 25% heroes and up to 25% lords no 50% lords and heroes lords and heroes together yep. right so you had to have 25% core was Got it twenty five? Yep, twenty five. I thought it was. A- so that'd be like <coughs> battle line or troops in forty k potentially. More or less. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
1: like your Necron warriors. So gotcha. for a long
2: time it was two thousand points, um, but things kind of started to get a little more expensive. So people kind of upped the game, and for easy math, people usually made it twenty four hundred because then twenty five percent was six hundred. points. Okay. Yep. For a long time, kind of weirdly, uh, the favored point value was twenty two fifty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember for a that. long
2: time. Yeah, it was sixth, seventh. Yeah, right. Seventh edition, and <clears throat> yeah. a lot of tournaments would be at that level, just because um, I think at that point it wasn't based on uh, percentages. It was yeah, you like had, to you have had zero to of. X number of different things, um, and I forget why that was such a popular. Probably because point they value. weren't four-hour
1: games at that point. Maybe not.
2: <laughs> Is, so, what are we looking at for uh, a?
0: a 1999 plus one game, uh, probably a good three hours. I would guess three. It's really kind of a standard game of any Warhammer game for the most yeah. part, yeah, for, for sure. sure. I for think
2: sure. if you're doing like a tournament setting, you probably have two and a half hour rounds, maybe two hour rounds, maybe. Um, because you're not going to be setting up terrain, you're just gonna plop them on a table kind of thing and deploy. Because like setup takes the longest, but you already have your armies out on trays that saves you 15 minutes of putting minis down, yeah, for sure. Um, and speaking of
1: setup. This game for you, Tim, especially uh, is usually one either in deployment or movement. The game is all about where you are on the board. OK. Yep. So you I mean, most games I remember a lot of games you and I have played where you and I have said to each other at the end of the game, I lost this game when I deployed. Yeah, for sure.
2: Like that time <clears throat> uh, I got to ambush you and then deploy, you were going down a road. Actually, that happened oh, my twice. gosh. that's yeah. happened twice. Yeah, that has happened twice. So you were was... going down a road in one of our campaigns Ooh. and I got Ooh. to deploy like six inches away and the first turn. So I'm like, well, I'm charging in the flank with a star dragon <laughs> and a high elf prince. So that unit's done. It's a star and dragon. That's a
0: whole nother level of the game compared to 40K. Like, so when you say like a rank and file game. Um, and i I understand that there's the trays and stuff that you move everything around on sure, which is super exciting to me personally because I'm not moving 18 individual tear yeah, yes. push the whole the
2: whole <laughs> tear <bit> at once <laughs> but so I forgot you were a bugs person oh yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, 328 (laughs) points of termogon. I got a whatever the heck that thing. I'm just going to spawn three discs more here real quick. That
0: thing was awesome. (laughs) Fighting with people at the game store to let me use a dice rolling app because I don't have 128
1: (laughs) dice that I'm going to roll
0: twice because I'm going to fire twice. with them. But but so I've heard a lot about that and I played a a little bit of Total War and was completely lost. Oh, okay. But I understand that the 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 um, the actual battles are pretty similar. More or less. Uh, But like attacking from flanks and stuff and ambushing is like an ever present deal. It's not just we deploy and then we fight each other until we're dead. There's a lot more going on, it seems. So GW actually- A
1: good
2: game of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. A G. A lot of the times in 8th edition when we stopped, it was just you deploy, you'd smash into each other mm-hmm. in the face. Too often. You know, too often that's how it worked. But this game, there's a lot of different rules for formation. There's a lot of different rules on how formations yeah. work, on how they move. And what is a formation? So formation um, is brand new. Okay. It's absolutely brand new. Yeah. And it's how your unit is is doing stuff right now. So you can have open formation, closed formation. I call um, it Close orders. Closed order, right. open
2: order, skirmish. Yep. Uh, Lance that's Lance there's, formation
1: uh, there's formations yep for like movement as well so you can actually be in a formation where you triple your movement value to march right oh. so you can move faster but then so, like you can't
2: shoot or charge or, and your rank bonus not, isn't as
1: good and all yeah. that sort of stuff so and does that does that change throughout the you can change it during your turn during the game okay yeah yep so it's very it's going to be very interesting the game like I said it is about movement you position things where they're supposed to be Hmm. Uh is is most of the game. And the rest of it's hum and dice, which is probably my favorite thing in the world.
2: Oh Dude. yeah. You're throwing <laughs> buckets of dice. Yeah. Yep. Um it's great. Probably not as many as we used to, like in the eighth edition. Um, uh, but you're still throwing a handful at a time. I do really like just with some of the other games that we play,
0: um, the AMG stuff that has kind of, you know, its own individual dice. I watching battle reports of uh Warhammer Fantasy Battles or 40K. I am excited that it's just, I roll, I hit on this, and then mm-hmm. I roll again, and I won't. like Yep. Mm-hmm. That that part is so odd. It's that, quick.
1: Yeah. That part of it can be quick. So what I really like about this is it is, uh, you you compare weapon skills. Because <laughs> in Age of Sigmar, it's like, yeah, you hit on a 2+, plus good job. Uh, whereas this one, it's like, I am better with a weapon than you are, so I'm going to hit you easier. And vice versa, when you go to attack me, you, it's going to be harder for you to hit. You have to roll a higher number. In order to hit so we actually compare weapon skills okay. right so when i go to hit, if when i hit you and i go to wound you now i'm not strong and you're very tough so it's going to be hard for me to wound you right okay so, so, so we compare strength versus toughness
0: so and i'm going to put a lot of things in 40k terms just for That's my fine. own brain hole um but so it effectively like applying strength and toughness but to the hit roll as well
1: yes yeah yep okay. exactly that all right that. Cool. Um, i think the chart changed a little bit since eighth edition
2: it went back to older versions of the chart. oh did it uh well i think weapon skill is the same as the tip if your weapon skill is the same you need fours to hit if yours is higher than theirs you need threes if theirs is higher than yours you need uh, i think it's double need, plus double one plus one then you need fives right so if i'm weapon skill two your weapon skill four it's still a four but once you hit weapon skill five
1: Double plus one. Now we need a five to hit you, which doesn't
2: come up all that often. Uh, Profiles may have changed a little bit so that we might see that five plus to hit more than we used to. I'm not really sure. Yeah, touch my fingers. Touch my fingers. Why am I touching your fingers? Black orcs are weapon skill four now. Were they not
1: before? No, they were weapon skill three. Really? Yes, for the
2: longest time.
1: (laughs) They are the elite unit of orcs. Oh, yeah. And they were. I I played
0: a black orc in the MMO. Yeah. And a yes. Oh gosh. Oh Age nice. Age of Reckoning was so good. <laughs> um. But Sorry. so, so it would be similar to like because we've played um Soulbound uh, mm-hmm. on the network in a couple one shots and and a, and a longer series. So it'd be similar to that where you had the different ranks of your melee and stuff and you're comparing that kind of against each other. Yeah, I think they kind of
2: drew from Druid, fantasy yeah. type things for that. Okay. No, they're oh, not druids or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are druids though. Yeah. Um, and then toughness, um, similar thing. If your strength is equal to the toughness, it's a four. If your strength is higher than their toughness, it's a three. If your strength is two more than their toughness or more, then you're wounding on twos. Okay. Uh, and then if your strength is two more or lower, you're wounding on fives. No, if your strength is lower than the toughness, you're wounding on fives. If it's their half? toughness is two or more, then oh, okay. sixes. And if their toughness is three or more than your strength, you can't hurt it at all. Okay is not possible which is nice cuz they Unpossible. got rid of that Unpossible. where six is to wound always wounded um so i'm i'm happy to see that gone cuz it was kind of like well why is my arrow why are these arrows hurting this steam tank it's got 8 inches of iron Around it. You know what I mean? You throw snotlings at it and they take it down. It's like it's toughness 10, but it doesn't matter. Strength 2 can still. Oh my
1: gosh, it was toughness 10. It It was
2: pointless. (laughs) Might as well have been toughness 5. I remember that because I'd shoot cannons at it and be like, why do I have to hit it on a (laughs) 4? This sucks. (laughs) The only thing that you couldn't kill with your cannons immediately. Screw screen tanks. Anyways. (laughs) No. uh
1: uh, so this is actually um, GW's self describes the game as rank and flank. So I like, like I said, I like that term. Well, I like it a lot. So so like I said, movement is key. It's my nickname in high school. I've heard that about you actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, I, huge fan that lance formation is back with bretonians. So cool, looking. which is just perfect for flank. You know what I mean? You got to get those now uh, those questing knights right in somebody's flank and just absolutely annihilate some some groby. Yeah, you know. So what Tim saying? has
2: probably seen this. Uh, the lance formation is when they're in like an arrowhead, like a triangle formation. Oh, okay. So they literally the spearhead, right? And they smash into units. Um, I, At this point, I believe only bretonian knights can take advantage of it because they say in the lore, that's how they do it. And other like empire knights don't do that. Friggin but French
1: people. You know what I mean? They look so
2: cool <laughs> doing it. Two grills, one cup. You know that's what I mean? That's what I've heard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So speaking of Lance Formation and how it actually just really penetrates every single flank that you've ever seen in life, uh, something that penetrates our happiness is heading over to Patreon.com slash Professional Casual, right? Is that, did I say that right? Yeah. And be, uh, signing up at any tier. I think you started start at a yeah, dollar. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. Yep. Uh, and I just want a huge shout out to our top patrons, uh, which is our Cake Sitters and our King Ding Doppel um, We've got <clears throat> X-Paxis and Krob. Uh, Dagna, Cider Drinker, Tony Hot Hands, Otis, Leroy, uh, Iron Maze, Wizard Skills, Bicon, Briar Mage. I don't know how to say that one. Uh, Tau, Tau, sorry, I'm dumb. And Cliff Jumper. Uh, thank you, everybody. I think I got all of you uh, for Woo. signing up and helping us do all this crazy stuff and uh, helping Tim buy some Egyptian people. You know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But that, so what you get at at all those tears is we have a number of
0: podcasts here at the network. Uh, Now I'm talking directly to (laughs) 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 Sam. Uh, but you get ep- episodes a week early for the majority of our podcast, video in fo- format for a lot of the actual plays, including uh, the for- fourth edition actual play podcast, uh, a grim podcast, The Perilous Adventure. Um, and at higher tiers, you get access to completely full series of additional shows and yeah. Pathfinder second edition and uh, Warhammer fantasy roleplay. In addition to Dan had written um, Roten. Rate, rate, right rate. Yeah, Rot? you wrote it, and yeah, write it. So that's Raya. like you rate it. Tall and Raya, <laughs> uh, but you get access to the full campaign that he wrote uh, in that particular series as well. I have access heard... to
1: the Discord, all sorts of stuff. Nothing but amazing things about settling the Southland. Oh, so, so much fun! Just everything about it sounded awesome.
0: It's the Liliana show, but it's, it's... super <laughs>
1: worth it. She does kind of steal everything. I mean, I love how we have two shows that are based on characters with L's. We got the Lucky, and then the Liliana. <laughs> Neither are elves.
2: <laughs> I actually, I haven't had a, a player. Character.
1: No, L, L. Oh, <laughs> the they letter. Elves.
2: There, <laughs> no, you're another dig at elves. No. I do want to quick say that, like, I'm focusing on the elves right now because they're what I have painted on square bases. I started as a Beastman player. That's what got me into Warhammer. Mm. Uh, way back in, like, 2002, my brother got the, the sixth edition rule book, and we we're looking through the, the colored section because the rest of it was all black and white. <laughs> And I was looking through it and it see if anything really sparked my interest. And I saw the Beastmen. And I was like, you can have an army of these dudes. These look, <laughs> and they were the old metal ones that I saw. Dude, the old best for the plastic. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. They were. But but like the metal gore and ungore that looking at it now are pretty hideous. <laughs> I was like, those are cool. And then I saw dragon ogres. And I was like, done. Oh, this yeah. is what I'm playing. Dragon
1: ogres. Dragog- yeah. So and they're then- half dragon, half beastmen half ogre half wow. ogre they're awesome they're
2: so cool <laughs> they're so cool uh, it was the picture of the shagath yes model with the lightning all over yeah uh i was mm-hmm. like done i'm into this and uh, i haven't looked back really the, the
1: art for this game has always been just immaculate mm. it's absolutely beautiful um and 30 years of lore is back it's back it's real again you know what i mean yeah like and we can lore. have a whole bunch of new stuff it, right i'm just so excited and speaking of lore uh, we'll go straight into a little bit of the timeline and uh, what's going on right now in the year 2276 of the Imperial calendar. Uh, obviously, Karl Franz is not the emperor. Um, there's not going to be a united empire for like 25 years. What? Right. Uh, so Magnus the Pious will. Um, uh, this is spoilers for something that will happen within, I think, another 20ish years or so uh, where the uh, a huge chaos incursion just comes down and ravages. The Civil War Empire, essentially, and Magnus the Pious is like, guys, we got to work together. We're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so Sigmarites, in a third of the Empire, the Cult of Sigmar is considered heretics at this point. Uh, because oh, because Ulrich is still the man in charge. Ulrich yeah. is the man in charge. Hell yeah! Exactly. I know. I know. I know enough. And uh, ta- Tal, I think, is the other third. Tal,
2: the tower. Tal. tall, tall. You're I right. T A A L. Who I is the uh,
1: father of Manon? I think is the war. I'm beyond. not sure
2: about he's like the god of, you know, nature and everything. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So a lot of
1: uh, farmers and such worship him. But I think he's one of the big three at this point. Uh, we went over Ulrichson is the high king. The phoenix king is still Finnebar, Idiot. Well, in uh, the, just to go back to the empire real quick. Yeah, is this is yeah. the time of three emperors. Right? This is the end. It's the Dark Ages, but it is still the time of three emperors. Okay. Yep. Uh, so the vampire wars just finished. I right. love vampires. Uh, so I love undead. So there is a hundred to two hundred. I think it's a hundred to two hundred years. It's almost the entirety of the Age of Three Kings, where the von Karstein family. Just ravages the empire. Hell yeah! They are just killing people and raising them
2: back as zombies immediately. Yeah, they all like they were super close to just taking over the whole empire. Mm. I, so until I have, a, a thief was hired to go steal the Von Karstein ring. Yeah, and I, so a great little story.
1: I think canon still they don't know who it is. Is that a book? Yes, it's a trilogy and it's fantastic. The Vampire Wars. It's called. I, I think I have it. If you want to borrow
2: it, is it physical? I don't know. It's how physical. To read. Sure. Oh, I can read it to you. Okay. <laughs> you might you might be able to find it like on Audible or something. Oh, that'd be dope. It's
1: really good.
2: Yeah, if it's something that you're interested, there's so much lore out there, so much fiction for it. Like, yeah, in terms of novels, there's oh my gosh, dozens.
1: just Godric and Felix. You'll get almost the entire Empire's history. I
0: love you know, like when we started a Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure, I knew literally zero about the old world mm. zero and really got into it and started diving into it and then i read that book um drakenfels
1: yeah yeah and Dr- like yeah. is a great, great
0: book i was like oh my god i need so much more of this yeah, yeah. so
1: gotrick and felix which i think i have four of the omnibuy at this point uh, i can lend to you is a you slayer
0: read it and record it and then send it to him. okay yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Deal, I can do that. Um, is, is great because it's a slayer and a human and they just go around the old world. So I'm actually very familiar with... Felix. Felix. Yep. Yeah, right? You've probably met him at least once. <laughs> no, well, maybe He's a big other. fan no, of you.
0: No, I'm actually...
1: <laughs> I'm his <a> godfather. It's true.
0: Gotrek. Sorry, uh, Gotrek. How yeah, do you say it? I say Gotrek. Gotrek. Gotrek, Gotrek. I did so like... And I know this is like... Not good. But... <laughs> My okay. <laughs> my uh, my experience with GoTrek, I uh, listened to Realm Slayer, yeah, uh, and I, I know that I had no Felix. Um, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it got me familiar with the character at least. Mm. And rune mages and stuff like that, and that was rad.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, having love or rune smiths, what do they call them? Uh, mages. So rune smiths, they're not. <laughs> the you the you know magic. what I mean? Oh, you mean the they fire? They say they don't do magic, but they do magic. Shut up. Uh, so the fire <laughs> they craft magic is different. Correct. The fire dwarves. Is that what you're talking about? Fire Slayers. Fire yeah. Slayers? Yeah. So they, they have their own like fire magic. What is it Ashier or something like that? Akshi? Akshi? Yeah. They
2: they do they, they they have Urgold runes, blah blah blah. We don't need to get into their yeah. lore here. We we could talk about that on another show for sure. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just but yeah, in fire in the do. old world dwarves do have runesmiths, they're called that can forge runes onto weapons yeah. and armor and talismans to yep. do things similar to magic. But if you said it was magic to them, they would get real upset. As right. in, like, kill you upset. Right. <laughs> like, it's clearly manipulating the winds of magic in a different way. I mean, but is it? Yes! Shut up. Uh. They, they can't be <laughs> wizards, but they can still make magic items. Anyways. You're going to tell uh, me a rune sword's not a magic sword. Uh, <laughs> it's a rune sword. It's in the name. Yeah, it's a <laughs> runic sword. <laughs>
1: Um, So the Von Karsteins, Manfred has been killed, quote unquote. He's either... Right. So I I looked this up today because I was like, I'm dicey on the dates because I'm not a history buff, right? Um, Manfred is either currently dead in a swamp or is like nursing his wounds because a necromancer tried to find him, died. His blood seeped into a swamp and filled up Manfred to the point where he could actually like crawl out of the dirt. So Manfred Von Karstein... (laughs) Excuse me. What? That's dope
0: as hell. It's so
1: Manfred von Karstein is so cool. All right. <laughs> you're you're a vampire player, by the way. I don't know if you know this. Uh, I
0: don't. <laughs> I really like Flesh Eater Corpse Or that. Yeah. Corpse. Yeah. I love the whole story behind that. So I those ghouls. Saw one TikTok about how they think they're holy knights avenging cities and they're just ripping people apart.
1: Yes. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. So uh, the vampire counts in Warhammer Fantasy is all three Age of Sigmar armies put together. Yeah. That's so dope. It's so dope. So it's the ghosts, it's the ghouls, it's the
0: zombies, it's the vampires, it's all of it. Because effectively, the thing that's kept me out of fantasy and AOS so far was I didn't know what undead faction to run in AOS. So you're saying I can
2: run all of them in the old world. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Dope. Tomb Kings are like, hey, I also really like Tomb Kings. Yeah, you want skeletons with a cool Egyptian bent to them? Yeah. All of your Tomb Kings, right? Uh, I'm going to be that guy for just a second. I, I think you've been doing it a lot longer than that. <laughs> no, just specifically today. Okay. I try not to do it as much. I've been trying to get better about it over the years. Uh, but this is something I specifically saw in a white dwarf years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, at a time, I think it was like when the 8th edition uh, Vampires Counts book came out. They had a little sidebar about how to pronounce von Karstein. Oh, all right. Or sorry. Is it Karstine? von Karstein? It's von Karstein. So okay. they said, you know, you you roll the R a little bit. And the end rhymes with wine. That's pretty dope, von Karstein. That's a great way I, to describe it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, there we go. Now to say it forever. Now It's yeah. really.
1: Uh, it just sounds so good too. It sounds so vampire counts. Yeah, yes, I'm going to. I'm going to so bring you that audiobook that I record because you would love it. I. You really would. I'm almost motivated to learn to read. Like, <laughs> I can have Charles teach you how to read. Ah, I don't know. It'll if be can, through pain. If my body could take that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> Read it. it's so good, man. Showing Tim the the seventh edition army book for Vampire Counts. I got in the Gosh, shelf behind. Gosh, even me. the
1: eighth edition Vampire Counts. I had eighth is, edition, but I guess not. The art in that is so dark. Yes, so bloody. Uh, so, anyways, um, speaking of uh the Tomb Kings, etc. He's still around. He doesn't serve. He's still ruling. Um. The Tomb Kings obviously get a huge buff or some new minis. I uh, yeah, huge
2: new Bone Dragon. They got a couple new minis. Yeah, the sweet right? new Bone Dragon that you can put like a Tomb King on or like a Lich Priest kind of thing. Right. I think and they got some uh, one or two other things a new. Hierophant. They may have gotten a new Hierophant model.
1: I can't really. Re- oh, there was, I feel like there was a Banner Bearer as well. I think there's something, something like that.
2: that. Uh, yeah. Well, I was just oh, all the, one of those? new model.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> just no people that bear banner.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, it's okay. a Hulk,
1: but he's a bear. Black widow. Um <laughs> and the um Tomb Swarms. Oh, yeah. Got updated. And they look swarms. really good. So they it's they like look, scarabs. A bunch of scarabs and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Just a bunch of scarabs and stuff. It's really cool. All
0: right. So one do you need to buy this army, assemble it, and paint it so you <laughs> can
2: play it?
1: Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, uh, the Ever Queen has just been assassinated
2: Aww, this
1: year. That Ever Queen. That Everqueen. Uh Yurian. She's the queen
2: forever, though. She'll be back.
1: Uh wh- who was uh the next one, the the one during I can't remember what her name is, um, but she gets appointed I think after the chaos incursion.
2: They're always the same person.
1: Uh, Malakith is learning waystone technology. Great. And let me tell you how he does it. He traps a keeper of secrets from a, a greater Slaanesh demon. Yeah. And Ropes. essentially, that's tor- one of the ones I know. <laughs> essentially, right? Tortures it, which it hates somehow, to teach him how to use instant teleportation through
2: waystones that's so metal that's rad <laughs> know about so that metal. that's awesome uh, yeah i'm also a zinge player too <laughs> right <laughs> um, Malakith is a really interesting character yeah I overall i like him oh like my as a, I yeah, i hate malekith but i like him as a character oh, he's i don't like nagash you have to hate him but he's a good character oh hold on don't talk poorly about nagash i'm gonna i
0: read a book that had his name in the title his uh Good job. <coughs> you read it? I thought you couldn't read. I would listen to it on Audible. <laughs> I, w- I was read a
1: book. <laughs> yeah. Uh Nagash's got a dope mini though, let's be honest. I think it's a new cool. one. Yeah. The new one, so cool. Have you
2: seen the the original one? Yeah. Because he wasn't like in the game for a long time because he was like kind of out of the power scale of the game.
1: Yeah. Well, when you have a, a god incarnate, you know, let's put Sigmar in the game,
2: you know? <laughs> well yeah. Well Nagash was just a well it's like Sigmar, Nagash was just a dude. Yeah. At first, yep. Uh, he was a Nekharin, or maybe he was a dragon Nehekarin. Nehekarin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um And then I got you know two other things. The, the second uh, Skaven Civil War is coming to an end. Uh, Iket Claw is still around? Yes, because uh, he's essentially just a, a is, necromancer. Skryer necromancer. Skryer, yep. Skaven,
2: the 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 person you mentioned. Oh, so there's four. Clans? The four like grand clans.
1: There's yeah. Molder, Scryer, uh, Pestilens,
2: and the other one. Eshin. Eshin, the assassins. And that's clan right Grand Moors is like right there as like a not specialized clan. Oh, because they're kind of like a catch all, aren't they? Yeah. Moors.
1: Um, so there's five-ish clans of Skaven. Uh one of the Scryer are the like taking magic into technology. Okay. They're the and, best. Yeah, and Ikit Claw is right now has been appointed the chief warlock for Clan Scryer, which is like he's he runs it. He has a
2: flamethrower gauntlet. I really yeah. like warlock. Like he opens his hand and a bunch of uh, warp fire comes and out. And also flamethrower gauntlets. Yeah, yeah. Scaven are dope. <laughs> he's got it's a so halberd cool. that he shoots lightning out of. He's awesome, and well, he he's just- like mostly robot. Yep, he just keeps himself alive. <laughs> he
1: just keeps getting cooler. So he keeps himself alive with chaos rocks. Yeah. More or less. How come you guys have never told me about this game? <laughs> uh, and the wizards for Skaven are really cool because they're just like crazy old rats that shoot lightning out of their palms, and, and they can eat warpstone to get bonuses to their magic. They, magic master splinters. Yes, yeah, they absolutely. snort so much warpstone that it peels the skin away from their the
2: nose. The Clan Eshin are all ninja rats. <laughs> Should Not even do kidding. this on video just to see my reaction, right? His face is like, what? Uh, Clan Mulder is
1: like uh, Frankenstein. I, I wonder if we put this skaven on this skaven if it would get stronger. <laughs> the hell yeah, abomination? Oh my gosh. So they sew a whole bunch of rats together, stuff rats and in warpstone inside of it, and push it into a
2: battlefield. And it turns into like a big, giant, monstrous thing. It had a rule called avalanche of flesh it would just fall on things <laughs> it was awesome it was the best danny oh. uh used to play my wife used to play skaven and uh she wanted to help it really bad way back then we could never afford the model <laughs> and i still want one uh, oh so dope because um, i still have that skaven army behind me speaking of that was not painted G. as much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Westoniana, New York, one three six one is the is the fan mailbox. If you want to send us postcards or whatever the hell pit abominations, or, yeah, I uh, mean
2: another way you can support the the network because we will certainly be uh, playing and recording games, putting it out there. Yeah, for uh, sure. Because we're so excited for this, we'd love to get a hell pit abomination on the table. Just one more thing, and then
1: we'll we'll move on from Scaven. I only have one more thing after the Scaven. All right, it's a it, it, what is the Doom Wheel?
0: Oh, so they put a bunch. I of, am familiar with the Doom Wheel, but please do not oh, stop describing it. Tiny <laughs> little
1: rats in a wheel that just move it, and then lightning bolt generators on the side of it. And yep. this friggin' guy is just like, Aah! like controlling it. I, love
0: I think wheels. I watched Dan play like a mobile game where he's yeah. playing oh, a Doom Wheel. <laughs>
1: like, that was really fun for yeah. him. So, the called Doom Wheel, <laughs> the fun thing about this model is it zapped the closest thing to it it's friend or foe. <laughs> It just was like just sending lightning bolts all over the place. It was way
2: over on your flank and just run it up because it just (laughs) went like 3d6 inches. You didn't have much control. No, you decided the direction and just went. You could hurt it, and something would happen. <laughs> so and it go would, three inches or a foot and a half. Of that yeah, right. Correct, correct, right. yes. All right. Um,
1: if you could hurt it in a way, and it would just spin out of control, and then just start going in random directions.
2: Yeah, wow. and it could just zap <laughs> everything near it sometimes, or be like it could explode, and then just hurt everything near it. So I, I oh,
1: so good. Skating is so much fun.
0: Probably a super newbie question. Sure, but all of the books that GW comes out with in the US are based in inches. Do they actually? Do it in inches in the UK.
2: I believe so. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, we got them. That's the one thing they do in inches is measurements for miniature war games.
1: Fahrenheit's coming next, boys. (laughs)
2: Import tape measures because they don't make them there. (laughs) That's why they come. The starter boxes come with the classic whippy sticks. Whippy sticks. The measuring sticks. Yeah, eighteen-inch-long red. I have
1: definitely been hit with those before. I remember (laughs) those. They really hurt. Very good welts. They can Mm -hmm. really hurt. Really, really good welts. Um, but yeah, Second scaven Second Civil War. That's really that's, hard to say. Three more times real yeah, fast. Second scaven. Civil War. That's the way Skaven we wash war. our hands. Fa- la, la-, la. Um, And then the last one is we're on the cusp of the great invasion of the war against chaos, which will eventually unite the empire. Oh, the great war against chaos. The great war against chaos. The 20th 2 war against chaos. So there are demons in the world currently,
0: just not a, a, a mass amount? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they all come from that island in the south or something like that. Nope,
1: they come from the poles.
2: Oh, yeah, so uh, I huge, think that's what I meant. There yeah. are huge warp gates at the poles, um, and the farther you get from the warp gate, the warp gates, the less influence chaos has. But it wasn't until the Great War against Chaos that those rents like became bigger, and demons had an easier time getting into the world. Okay, so that's their justification for having the demons as like a PDF army right now, where they're not one of the main factions. You're going to get rules for a demon army, but they're probably not going to get any, so they're not going to get support anytime soon, if at all. Okay. So uh, in just, terms of like new new models and stuff, but you can play a demon army. That's what yeah.
0: I remember from Total War was I always wanted to play Zinch, and he starts at the very southern pole. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it's a very difficult start and not something a new player should do. <laughs> but I
2: did it anyway. So of course ba- you
1: based on my knowledge of demons in Warhammer Fantasy Battles, also not for beginners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't their own army f- until... They may have had a seventh edition Seven, book. Right? Definitely eighth. Yeah. Uh and yeah, they they were tough to use. They were strangely finesse army for playing big crazy demons.
1: I have a lot of hopes that they've learned because
2: going through all the rules changes and going through all the new things, they've learned a lot. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I've heard that I'm like, yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Canons do. Other- do D3 wounds. Cannons Thank can't you. kill my 250-point monster in one shot right. anymore. Right, for 125 Thank points. Sanely. Sorry, go on.
0: No, I was just saying, <laughs> everything that I've heard from uh, from other people that have access to this is that they're overwhelmingly happy and positive
1: about the yes. rules and changes. So what I love about what you just said is almost every one of those people um, has been playing this game since 5th or 6th edition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every
0: player that I know that's definitely not me has also never played this game. <laughs> If you want to put words to it. Yeah, for sure. So what are your goals? Uh, uh, Effectively for
1: for old world. Paint minis. (laughs) (laughs) 5,500 points and there are like 700 of it is painted. So paint minis. Yeah, you got to do a lot. I got to do a lot of painting. I just assembled everything that was not assembled and fixed things that were broken yesterday. So I'm ready. And a lot of my stuff is ready to be painted. I have a scheme already in mind. All that sort of stuff. So
0: my I, so I really want to make a very versatile um, army and have something that I can play in multiple games. So whether that's AOS or 40K. So demons obviously can go yeah. three different ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I love undead and tomb lords and, and skeletons and vampires and zombies and bats and wolves and pumpkin people. Like, how could you not? I'm a huge fan of pumpkins and people, right? So putting the two together, you you made pumpkin that top people. you made that top ten list, and it was mentioned like three times in it,
1: which was weird because pumpkin people things. was three times, <laughs> <Yeah>. right?
2: <laughs>
1: Dan, what was the question? Uh, what your goals? What's your what are your aspirations? Oh
2: man, I want to play Warhammer again. Uh, yeah, for real. I want to play Warhammer again and up. not get mad at stubborn.
1: <laughs> hate that rule so glad it's gone uh, so is animosity so you don't have to throw any dice but
2: i don't have that army anymore what because of
1: animosity so stubborn was essentially you uh, you fight combat and then you know you 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 take a penalty to your leadership based on how much you lost combat resolution okay so like if you killed a bunch of my dudes i lose combat by a lot Right. And it got to the point where you take a leadership test and you have to modify by how much you lost the combat by and then roll under your leadership on two dice. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Stubborn was I don't care about any of that. You wiped out every, you wiped out 29 of my 30 dudes. I'm on leadership 10. I don't care.
2: Danny's standing over there and just mouth bullshit. It's bullshit. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh my God, that's why I can't play Tomb King. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aided that <laughs> rule. But it's so gone now, much. so you can play
0: Tomb now. Do you want to buy a Tomb King's army and assemble it and paint it so I can play it? All right. <laughs> just just, don't do listen, of offers that. out. There. Oh, we do
2: you, We do have, a, what is it called now? A Necrolith Colossus, the old bone giant. Bless you. Oh, yeah. And a yeah. Tomb Queen model that you could use. They okay. are painted, that Danny painted no, years oh. ago. You guys all right. had a, a War Sphinx, didn't you? Uh, no, my brother had that. Oh, did, okay, so Let's cool. just
0: break into his house and take
2: it. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he sold it years ago. That's
0: stupid. Let's mm-hmm. break into whoever's holding it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's just uh, steal minis. Right. Yeah, my goal is to um, get get all my, my high elves finished up. Um, I need to get a bunch of those cool movement trees that can like convert. Because years ago, I put my Beastmen on round bases, and I'm like, ah, oh,
0: why'd I do that? The fact that those... Uh, conversion bases are so available, is
1: really yes. really You can really just get naive.
2: STLs of it, just print it yourself. Yeah. yeah,
1: huge shout out to the internet for coming up with everything I need in my life. <laughs> internet.
2: Um, yeah, for goals, I don't know. I just Beastman want to play. gorgeous. Yeah, I want, I want, I haven't looked through the Beastman stuff yet, uh, to see what they do, but I'm excited. <laughs> <Really? that
0: laughs> so, what armies they're, d-
2: they're playable do we know are going to be supported,
0: and which ones are going to be? They're called Legacy, I think. Legacy, Legacy. that's right. It. Yep. So, the ones we
1: know so are going to be supported. Good. The, the, quote, good, quote, good, because it starts with high elves.
2: Um, well, high elves, empire. Vampires are the good guys. They want to make everyone to live forever. Right, exactly. exactly. Forces, so. so what armies are in the forces of fantasy book? Uh, so those are high elves, empire,
1: dwarves. I almost said orcs and goblins. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> High Elves Fantasy, uh, High Elves Empire. Oh, the fantasies <laughs> are in the Worms? That's really cool. Bretonia. you guys are putting me on the spot here. Bretonia. and there's one more? Wood Elves. Wood Elves, that's right. Yeah, the Azrae. I started with them. Why yeah. have I? From- <laughs>
2: uh, so then the other book you can get kind of like indexes that came out in 40k 8th edition that kind of gave you all the rules for all the armies at the time. There's the Ravening Hordes, which are like the quote bad armies. You got Chaos Warriors, Beastmen, Orcs and Goblins, and... Tomb Kings. And Tomb Kings, yep. So there's only four of those because orcs and goblins are essentially two armies. Okay. Yep. And then everything else will have free PDF downloads day one. Uh day one. Man, day one. Vampire counts Potentially even before. Demons, ogres. What am I forgetting? Uh, Skaven. Skaven, yeah. Skaven. Uh, Dark elves. So Skaven Lizardmen.
0: Say again? Skaven is
2: legacy as well. Yeah. Correct. So,
0: so really, they're not saying that they're not going to support these and it would almost seem like they probably will
1: be if there's only four on both sides that so are So let's official. speculate here for yeah. a second, all right? Um this is this is a game that was squashed because of many reasons.
2: Wild speculation. Wild He's speculation specialty.
1: Many reasons. One of them was income. It wasn't making enough money, mm. right? And GW went public and you can see the numbers. They weren't making enough money, um, so I can understand a their hesitation for that reason, and also b coming out with a brand new game with every single army that they already had, which was what fifteen yeah, or something like yeah. that. It's a
2: lot. That's yeah. a lot. I mean you know nine. I mean? Well, I mean, there's still fifteen fully fleshed out armies. Correct. We're getting, Correct. Because between the the I forget what they're calling the 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 books of four or five armies. Right. And then the PDFs, there's still like 15 armies. So I guess what I meant was having plans for
1: yes. all of them Yes, would have been a lot. So my guess is we're going to be playing the old world for at least a year. And then the chaos incursion is going to happen. And then we start getting the demons book and the Skaven book and the dark elf book because those three races took a... Huge, huge part of the chaos incursion. Gotcha. Malakith invaded Uthuan, uh, warped in because of the waystones. Uh the demons obviously came out. Skaven just started climbing out of uh climbing out of the ground.
2: Yeah, it was a real bad time. It was
1: a real bad time. So
2: speculation, I, I got distracted for a second. There. Yeah. I apologize if you just said this, but a few years down the line, if the game uh gets the support it needs, that we'll have like a big event. That's what like, I mean. Yeah. So the chaos, the and then, huge yeah, chaos, inter- inter- that'll be the time they introduce all these other armies, and that'll be awesome. That, and that's my guess here. So that's your big chuck call of the. That's my big chucker call. Not well, mine because makes- it'll be wrong.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense though. If like like logically and business wise, if the game does well, then you have another tier where you release these other armies. Right. in kind A of further time frame. For sure. And then be able to almost catch it back up to where fantasy was potentially. Yeah. On a really long
1: term, if it continues to to do well. I really hope for sure. Uh and a, a little more of a back end uh GW has publicly said as well that they have space and equipment to cre- uh, to to increase their production if needed.
2: I just saw an article that they're buying a whole second uh, like a new factory to produce more. Yep. So they they're going to be able more. to produce even more. Well, it makes Linnes so happy. Uh, listen, plastic excess. <laughs>
1: You're not wrong. I'm glad just they've gonna considered... gonna grind it down
0: and snort their sprues. <laughs> I'm glad they've considered to change their ways. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Right? You're not wrong. It's a very all honorable all thing that they've done. All
2: blow your head off. I just,
0: I just love that Her joke. Reference. I want to play Zeench just so I can be like, well, have you considered changing your ways? Uh, but there's the still
1: mania. Right? 2,000 points of Zeench. Never change the list. I mean, you could play Warriors I don't of know Chaos and
2: take Zinch mark all over the place. What? Play a Zeench list. Uh,
0: yeah, still mania... Um, because remember, I have no idea what any of the vernacular means, um, which, which should to, make this really good for new for people
1: looking to get into it for the first time. But yes, Nigel, that's what it is. Nigel Stillman uh, had a way of collecting armies. And it's something that we will probably go over in the future. Just, you know, see yeah. what
2: what uh, it's become such a meme. It's great.
1: It's and it's a really good one, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I think he was super OG for collecting armies and stuff he was he's been around since the beginning okay but i don't know his i don't know his uh his uh life story i gotcha Uh, yeah i I don't i don't know man i just i i haven't asked him nobody read me his uh bibliography biology you're supposed to read this to him (laughs) me (laughs) oh man um i i'm yeah i'm just super i'm I'm like shaking. I'm vibrating. I'm so excited for this. Just some of my greatest memories through high school and 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 college were coming over to the Coles' house and or bearded dragon table. What's that? Opening up the dining room table. Yeah, with your mother's sewing board, the super board. Yeah, with it like oh my gosh, feet wide. What Uh, this is on a six by four. Yeah. So it depends on the size of the army. Oh, okay. um, it is a 6x4, I think, for 2,000 points. Is it, yeah. a, is
0: it, a, it a, also a tiered thing? Like, if you're playing uh, 999 plus 1, is it on a smaller board than if you're playing 1999? <laughs> they have suggestions. One? I don't okay. think you
1: need to follow it. I, I'm sure... Tournament organizers will say if we're doing like a thousand point tournament, we're going to use smaller boards. Yeah. Most mats at this point come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can really customize them anymore. And one of the great places to
0: customize them is at FrontlineGaming.com or .org. Some might even say And if you use the link that's in the show notes, uh, you'll help support the network directly. So whether you're picking up event tickets, mats, minis, or buying into the old world as a whole, Frontline Gaming, great place to do so. Yeah. Get your stuff
2: and help us out. I think the standard size is gonna be six by four. I think okay. that's gonna be like
1: I pulled out my old, my old grass mat. My old GW grass mat. Heck yeah. This old uh it's it's a beautiful, I don't even know what kind of fabric it is, but it's like the old static grass mm. looking stuff. I've folded it up so many times that the creases are now in the grass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I need to lay that out and like roll it up instead of folding <laughs> it, but Oh man, I'm so. There's a lot of people online that are getting Goblin Green paint to rim their bases with. Classic Goblin Green. <laughs> Everyone oh, used to nice. rim their bases with this like highlighter green.
2: For I, some I, I have that to have that nostalgia. Do work. they really? Yeah. <laughs> I try not to look at them. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the nostalgia factor is really strong, for sure. Just watching people flip through the books, it's all in that sepia tone, mm-hmm. so it looks like a historical document, yeah. which it kind of is in a way because it's an older style game compared to more modern minis games. It definitely has that older feel, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I agreed. Yeah, agreed, for sure. It's as long as you know that's what you're getting into. This isn't a fast-paced modern minis game where you have 10 models on the table total. You're going to okay. have a few dozen. This is a weekend's beer and pretzel. You know what I mean? I, I miss it. Like,
0: <laughs> I didn't have a... So, like, as far as my, my actual history of Warhammer, I played just 8th edition 40k. I played a little of Underworlds. Um, And I miss going to the game store and having a couple snacks and you know, listening to Daft Punk on repeat for an hour uh, <laughs> well, yep. while just throwing some dice. And hanging out for four hours, people, just yeah.
1: eating lunch and hanging With out. A, yeah. Two yeah.
0: other or three other tables going on of people hooting and hollering
2: and yelling at you because you're playing against this other guy. Yeah, it's an absolute blast. And I will say that's the kind of experience we're going to be talking about on this show. We are not hyper competitive gamers. I am. We're probably you are competitive, (laughs) but you know we're not the meta chasing tournament winners kind of thing. Like we play it for fun. I played in a bunch of tournaments back in the day. Um, not my favorite way to play it, but yeah, it can be fun with the right crowd. Yeah, for for sure, sure. for sure. Um, but yeah, we're like local tournaments are usually pretty good time. Yeah. Um, but we're we're real big into the casual play of it for sure. Narrative play, uh, narrative campaigns are favorite. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to be going
1: to LVO to play, but we are going to LVO to stream some games. If Mm -hmm. you want to head over to twitch.tv slash professional casual network, give us a follow. Uh, You can watch us stream some games at LVO as well as Adepticon. Lots Uh, of conventions, lots of mini mini wargaming
0: conventions. We're going to be at streaming all sorts of stuff. Shatterpoint, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. uh, All sorts of good stuff.
2: As well as Monday nights, uh, Taylor streams a hobby hangout where he's painting.
1: Yeah, I'm going to start doing that on YouTube. Nice. Uh, which is gonna be super fun. So go check on our YouTube, which is YouTube.com slash professional casual network. Or is there anything else an just running? Professional
2: that? casual. Professional casual. Is it all right?
1: It's in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, everything should be down there. But uh yeah, and then Tuesday we usually play uh some sort of AMG game on the Twitch yeah. as well. I mean, and, it's certainly not against the cards to throw in a Warhammer fantasy battle
2: or a old world night, you know, heck yeah, uh, absolutely we we'll get those in there. Add an old world night. <laughs> at old world (laughs) old world wednesday just kidding strike that (laughs) (laughs) taylor cut that out (laughs) you heard it here folks wednesday evenings are open right dan Dan is going to be streaming we used to have wargaming wednesdays at the store all the time i mean they still do it i just don't get to go very often yeah (laughs) that's true because kids and things well i'm excited i'm stoked I'm so excited! I have a kid named Felix. Uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> Actually, snuck that one in there. There was a time Dan and
0: I were hanging out. He's trying to teach him to play X-wing, and uh, we had to pick up Will Rexro. Rexro, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, oh, I love that from guy. from the the walk-in and Good fantasy too. I was trying to guess Dan's son's name before they were born because they were calling it Shark. Yeah, the longest yep. time Shark Baby and he was like well it's a Warhammer character and I was like great <laughs> so I'm so on he's I'm it. on a wiki nobody <laughs> read me these <laughs>
1: books looking
2: for <laughs> names but yeah I yeah. started with a bunch of weird ones like Mephiston because I was in the Blood Angels at the time <laughs> yeah, I was into Mephiston at the time <laughs> right? Dante and then I was like Go Trek and she's like no and I was like I waited. I paused and I was like, what about Felix? And she's like, I kind of like that one. Oh, you like, did the did oversell? Did forget about Goldrick and Felix? The oversell is a really great way to do <laughs> it, guys. If you are trying
0: to, you know, convince your spouse or a significant other or just a friend of anything, way oversell it at the beginning. Like, hey, let's go to Vegas for three weeks. It'll be great. We'll do this <laughs> and that. And then you boil it down because you just wanted to go to, like, Hershey Park for a day. For more toxic tips with Tim. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she won't admit that he's named after Felix Yeager, but he is fair. Yeah,
1: fair. But yeah, we're all super stoked. I can't wait to get our hands on the rules. No, I was yeah. stoked. You were excited, and Dan was very excited. Listen, I can't remember past five minutes ago. All right, fair. be a goldfish. <laughs> but, uh, what we're we talking about, huh? <laughs> but no, I, this this is gonna be great. Uh, we're we're all super excited. We're gonna get uh, more of these episodes out, and watch out for the YouTube and Twitch where we'll do some battle reports. We'll play some games and uh Probably yeah some reviews of armies and stuff like absolutely. that. absolutely oh, yeah for sure, sure. Uh, i'll be throwing my army up on the youtube here within well, hopefully the month if not next month hell yeah so that'll be super fun uh steve from any wargaming sorry we couldn't get you on this episode we ran a little too little bit too late we ran yeah, out of time. it was a little, little, little longer he's than on canadian
2: to. time so that's know. true yeah. yeah for sure but uh yeah folks
1: thanks for being here like subscribe do all the fancy stuff and we'll see you in the next one
2: bye
0: did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first thirty-nine episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first twenty-four episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com/slash/theProfessionalCasual.